0: The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for the Walking Dead and AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And this is the instant cast for season four, episode one, called 30 Days Without Accident. Uh, What did you think now that we are back on a new Walking Dead with a new uh, showrunner and uh, apparently a new time frame? We skipped uh, at least a few months here, at least
1: 30 days. We can say that for safe <laughs> because there was accidents galore in the final episode. So absolutely, uh, uh, I feel you, like it's been more than a month, but I'm you, not certain about that. Do you think they've made it through another harsh Georgia winter? I don't know. What was the time frame when we left them last time? Well, it was. We know it was uh, early spring when uh, season three started. So I honestly don't have any idea. Um, I need to get. I need to get a, a few more chronological cues before I can start hazarding a guess of what's going to happen next, or...
0: Yeah, I'm it was sorry, interesting. What, where,
1: where we're at. While watching this episode,
0: I was very much off-kilter the whole time. I felt like I was struggling to find my bearings again from really? last season, and it's <laughs> not because I didn't know what happened last season. I just finished a rewatch of it. It was because they came back with so much new stuff. Yeah. Uh, so many things had changed. I mean, Carol and Daryl are apparently together now. Um, oh, are they? There are a whole bunch of... Well, yeah, I think so. Debatable. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Uh, Yes, and I'm sure we will debate it later on. Uh, But there's a whole bunch of new people. Uh, Carl kind of has this changed role. Rick has a changed role. There's Um, a council, a prison council. There's a council. Yeah, a lot of stuff has changed. So I was struggling the entire time to kind of contextualize all this with what I knew from last season. Okay uh so i i don't really have a good grasp on kind of the finer points of this episode yet because of that my my mental cycles during this episode were spent trying to figure out what the fuck is going on
1: (laughs) so you're saying this is an instant cast and just off the cuff type observations (laughs) that you're making without any real thought put into it is that what you're trying to say that's exactly what i'm trying to say yeah Yeah, a lot of people, they're probably not used to the instant cast format because I don't think we've ever done one for The Watching Dead before. Uh, Right, you are. Yeah. Uh, I need to pull up my notes here
0: while we're at it. These
1: people people are going to get it all season long. Uh, Yes, they
0: are. So why don't we talk about some of the things that actually happened in the episode? What do you make of Rick's little jaunt with this woman out to her uh,
1: campsite? Well, it sounds like he's got this procedure uh, that he's developed about how to evaluate new people in the group. And uh, when she came stumbling out out of the uh, woods to get him or to get his attention, I think he felt pity for her. You know, it's the, the whole time, even when he realized that he was being led into a trap, which I believe he got to a scene or two before he actually was led into the trap. It seemed like his overwhelming response was more like, Oh, there but for the grace of God go I rather than this woman's crazy, I gotta, you know, put her down. It's he it seems very to take a lot of pity and then the conversation you had with Herschel later, where, you know, he kind of all explicitly said that, which is a minor problem in the episode. What did you before we continue more just talking about the plot and stuff, what did you think? I mean, what's your kind of uh, off the cuff rating of this episode? Um, I
0: recognize that this is mostly a setup episode and it has to be, it's the beginning of the season and we've jumped mm-hmm. ahead in time. So, uh, there's not a lot to do, but set up. Um, so I think probably the least interesting part for me was Rick's portion of the storyline. I was actually yes. more involved in kind of the developments in the prison, yeah. um, kind of the expanded role, uh, as teacher that Carol has taken a teacher in multiple ways, uh, I really like that. I'm r- still really interested in where Carl's going because, like I said, his attitude has kind of changed a little bit. He doesn't seem to be that stone-cold killer anymore. Um, Rick seems to have kind of tempered that, but
1: maybe at some other cost, you know? Yeah, it seems like that they've tried to spend the off-season rehabilitating a childhood, that him gunning down that Woodbury guy was and, – and, you know, again – we that's it's debatable about whether how much cold blood that was and whatnot. But yeah, but apparently it's a wake up call for Rick and, and Herschel that they need to get him back to the business of being a kid. Um, but I, I felt like they they did a pretty struck a pretty good balance between, you know, wanting him to be a kid, but also recognizing that he's seen some shit and he's not just going to go back to school. You know, he's got to have chores and things that make him feel important.
0: Yeah, and, and when the the kids are up at the fence, like, talking to the walkers and giving them names and stuff, oh, the exact same yes. thing he was doing with the pig, uh, he comes up and, and tries to set him straight. Like, look, these are not your friends. These are not pets. These are not people. They are killing machines. Right. Uh, and I think that's a much more realistic and necessary viewpoint than the kids who maybe haven't seen that much stuff go down like Carl has uh
1: have her. no this this is old season 2 barn crap this is governor's daughter locked in the closet crap um you know i i i like that they had that scene in there and let carl be awesome but on the other hand eventually you think people would stop making these excuses for zombies like we're well in a year to the uh, the apocalypse there's never going to be a cure Civilization's return is is debatable. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I just wonder how much of that the kids know because they're from Woodbury. You know, they've been
1: kind of sheltered from it for a very long time now. That's true. It's almost like they're coming out of a cult, right? Because they the the governor preached a much different message about the zombies and kind of used them for sport and and also that was a that was an ongoing research topic in in them. So yeah, that's that's actually a pretty astute point. Okay. Um, Not used to you making those, honestly, I know. It's surprising. <laughs>
0: I surprised myself tonight. I don't even know what to say. Uh, so, <laughs> probably my absolute favorite scene, and you know what I'm going to say here.
1: The raining walker scene.
0: Oh, hell yeah, man. That was so good. Like, as soon as that first walker came down out of the skylight there and just was spinning by his mm-hmm. intestines. Ah, it was so disgusting. And then walkers start
1: falling they're, they're breaking uh, like, their legs off. They're busting their heads open. Oh, they're it's, exploding like blood-filled water balloons. It's disgusting. It, it was but glorious. It. Yeah, that that was a great set piece. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like this is one of the better season premieres. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't stack up to season one, right? Well, that's the pilot episode. It's that's you won the top either top one or two episodes of all time, but. Compared to mid-season, you know, so compared to 2, 2B, two 3, 3B, three this was a super strong way to enter. Because I, I actually like the slower pace. I like the fact, you know, as I said in the preview cast, I kind of get off on the Robinson Caruso aspects of The Walking Dead. So I really like seeing things just like the gate and how clever that was. Oh, yeah. I um, that. And, you know, the fact that they've scavenged and they got batteries that they're using on Walkmans now and... Um, you know, the fact we got to slow down and kind of have some character interaction. Um, I thought all that stuff was good. Um, the set piece of the zombies towards the middle was really good. Um, I, th- I said on Facebook in the midpoints, like, you know, there's, I'm already impressed because we got some nice character moments. We've got, uh, some like kind of clear missions and directions we're going. There's interesting and varied threats. I mean mm-hmm. it's not, you know, that it, it I, I I was you know, I, I think this is a solid, very solid episode, like at least an eight, if if not a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. That it was good.
0: Um Speaking of character moments, I was kind of disappointed. Uh so I was hopeful when uh that kid, that dude that was with them on the supermarket sweep was asking about Daryl's background uh, we, before yeah. Before the apocalypse, because like, oh, okay, so now we're going to get some backstory about Daryl later on in the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, that kid, I was going to say bit it, but actually it bit him. (laughs) Uh, Right. So now that's gone. I'm hoping they still follow through with that and give us some Daryl backstory this season along the way of what he did
1: uh, before the whole apocalypse thing happened. Because I'm really interested in that, you know, every season we get about an episode's worth of backstory with him yeah so I would think that this would be uh you know they're playing this little saving private Ryan game here um, but yeah I, I I totally think there's more of that coming. Um, one thing I didn't like so much is um like apparently uh, Bob Angelo um, played by Larry Gillier jr, he's going to have an alcohol problem. Did you catch a whiff of that? Yeah, definitely.
0: When he puts that bottle back on the shelf, which causes a collapse and then Oh, I thought – you,
1: you must have been looking down in your notes, man, because they were playing the former alcoholic tormented by his inner demons card. Yeah, that's what I mean. They played, They laid down four aces and then a fifth one, and I was calling bullshit at the fifth one. <laughs> they um, laid down four aces and he laid down the fifth. The fifth ace, yeah. It's like <laughs> sometimes, damn, Walking Dead, trust us to to get a little bit more of a hint. Um and the same thing with with Rick and the and the you know quasi zombie woman interaction it's like i I liked that they kind of trusted us to get some of the symbolism and then oh shit here 's the the conversation with uh uh uncle jesse i mean herschel uh with with Rick bouncing baby Judith on his knee and having you know basically having two minutes worth of dialogue that explains stuff that we already saw yeah you know and that yeah. that's that's gets frustrating um it does but-
0: although if i'm gonna give breaking bad's final episode a pass for the lydia call
1: i'm gonna give this a pass because well, i didn't think it saying. was that bad it's it's still good i don't know like i said I, I thought it was a little little uh bacon gauntleted myself um all
0: right well what did you make of some of the shots where we saw like bugs crawling across carcasses and stuff and and tie that in with like what we see happening with the walkers where they are just piling up and piling up on these fences. I thought that was kind of some cool imagery to go along with what we
1: think is going to be a plot thread going forward about the walker buildup. Well, that's other, I mean, so you got this external problem. I think the dead animals and like dead violet was pointing towards the internal problem, which is something you've always said. That's the kind of hidden insidious thing about the zombie apocalypse. And I guess I have to concede after this night that, you know, a zombie populace would permanently change your sleeping habits. <laughs> you know, it's like you go to sleep at night and you think you got your loved ones. Everyone's all tucked in. But what if someone dies? You know, what if grandpa dies in the middle of the night? I mean, what yeah. the hell do you do? Yeah. And if if you, like, confine everyone to a cell at night, well, who's going who's gonna to be left out that's in charge of letting everybody out in the morning? You know, I don't. I, there's just some interesting logistical, and and I thought that that's kind of the dread and the way they left it, where this kid's passed out in the shower. Um, it was as effective. It, it's want it's got me wanting to tune into next week. Yeah, no, that was cool. Um, the I guess the
0: bigger question I have is what caused him to get so sick, and is it something in the water? That's what I'm worried about because the pigs are dying. Um, animals are dying all around. This kid is very sick and dying. There's some connection there. And you think so? I, I think there's gotta be, I don't know why they show us the pigs and Rick's so worried about this pig dying. Uh, unless there's
1: some kind of tie in to huh. the end where the kid See, dies. I thought that it was the, the fact that like Rick's like, well, I don't know, man. Sometimes I don't know if they're sick. I don't know if they're healthy. I don't, hopefully they'll get better. And how, you know, they've got a veterinarian and an army medic, but nobody that's really, I mean, this kid could have, could have had appendicitis. Yeah. And he's going to die and he's going to turn into a zombie and there's nothing nobody can do about it. And it's kind of like how, you know, we're spoiled as people that we can go to a doctor and get a pill or a course of treatment and we're going to be 99.9% of the times. All right. You know, Mm -hmm. and in the zombie apocalypse, we're back to kind of almost shamanism (laughs) you know why do people get sick why do people say healthy beast of shit out of me you know i mean they know everybody knows it like i know about antibiotics and stuff but if i was in that situation what not what is my knowing i can't synthesize penicillin
0: (laughs) no no
1: i'm allergic to it if i could (laughs) but it's like i you know it's like all this wisdom that we've got from you know information age and whatnot it just kind of goes away <laughs> fuck you man and your mustache what are you what are you talking about man uh yeah no i i know what you're talking about I'm, is that the wrap it up stash
0: no it's not um did they have herschel examine this pig at all
1: yeah you know that's
0: because <laughs> they uh, didn't make a, mention of it if they did
1: right 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 yeah the one thing he's qualified to do <laughs> Is, yeah. is give violet a checkup you know and uh now he's over there uh cloning he's become a botanist he's decided to clone plants yeah yep yeah. uh i don't know what else do you want to talk about here um what do you think of the newcomers especially uh uh larry larry Gilliard jr
0: uh he didn't have a whole lot to do this episode i mean he just got stuck under some shelves basically yeah. Um, he had, he had a nice little back and forth with Michonne though, which I thought was kind of neat.
1: He's an army medic and he kind of it looked like he had, was given the uh, bottom half of those legs, kind of a strange look. Like maybe he might have some PTSD to go with his alcoholism. Oh, hmm. So, yeah. I didn't, I think, didn't pick up I'm, on that. I'm kind of interesting. what do you think about, uh, um, Cuddy, <laughs> uh, Ty, Tyrese. Uh, Yeah, so he's got a relationship
0: now with some girl from Woodbury who we've seen before was kind of uh, playing second fiddle to Andrea last season. Um,
1: I I mean, what was there to say about him? He had like one scene, right? Wait a second. That was the girl that he came into Rick's camp with. They've been, they've been, and I think they're brother and sister, right? What? No, I thought he came in with Sasha. Well Sasha died, yes, but that was the other woman that was with him. Yeah, the- I
0: must be confused on names, cause one of them went on the run, the other one was staying at the fences
1: killing zombies. Oh, 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 okay. I'm I'm uh, you're right, you're right. You're talking about the, the ones you got the romantic relationship with. I was thinking yes. about yes, who yes, I yes. think is his kid's sister is what I figured out now. Okay, gotcha. Okay, ooh, that was confusing. I'm like, well, wait. <laughs> um no. No, I'm, it's, I just think it's interesting how he's kind of being portrayed as this uh, gentle giant, kind of almost pussy cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. We'll see where he goes. I mean, we didn't get a whole ton of stuff with them last season. The kind of the last half of last half season, we did right. um, just a few scenes with him and the governor. Just not thinking the stuff that was going down there was right. But really, who would, you know?
1: Right. Boy, I tell you what, we've already got some really awesome zombie work. Like yet last year, and I mentioned this in the preview cast, we had the face off with the gas mask zombie. This time we had the back of the head <laughs> off. That was so righteous. That God, and I mean there were
0: so many zombie uh the the trouble is so I'm gonna have a hard time awarding Zombie Kill of the Week on Tuesday right. because there weren't a whole lot of kills there. Um there were a lot of
1: uh disgusting disfigurements. That's for sure. Oh dude, when Bob Angelo was prying that dude's skull open, I thought we were uh, going to get I thought he was actually going to do the five-finger blender. Yes, on his that brain. Would have been so great. Why didn't they do that? Why I, they, didn't they, they do really should have. And you then think, like did you did you see that zombie's feet too? Yes, yeah, the one that's that, like had the Liz Frank fracture. Oh, um, it was horrible, but it was yeah, so why? awesome. Yeah, zombies, man. They don't they don't uh, what do you, they don't use their knees to you know absorb the impact and roll they just <laughs> drop like uh, a two before. Yeah that it I, I, I really like this episode. I have kind of been talking myself into season four um, over the last couple weeks and kind of starting to get excited for it but if they can just have a season full of episodes along these lines, honestly I'll be very very happy. Yeah, there no, there I'm was kidding. some there was some dumb stuff, and we'll get into that in a full cast again. Not super impressed with Rick's plotline, um, but the you know the rest. And I'm and I'm I and i am i do not know. How do you feel about Michonne doing the uh, Captain Ahab white whale routine with the Governor?
0: I uh, I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. I feel like that's that was a logical way for her character to go. Agreed. Um,
1: so but I don't know that I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the trouble. Like I, I wanted to see more of Michonne helping this group out. So I, I don't know. We'll see how they play it. So far, we haven't seen much of it. But
1: I mean, uh, I just that's the other thing that's going to be hard for me to accept is the governor as any sort of threat. Just out there, it's uh, been all by his lonesome. It's been months. These guys have this, you know, ha- have shit handled honestly, and he's got. He's a lunatic with two guys. Now, I guess he could re- recruit a whole band of lunatics and come back and cause some pro- problems. Maybe and that maybe that's where they're going. But I just uh, – that's one thing I'm kind of dreading is like, oh, a continuation of that and having her stuck in the past rather than moving forward. Yeah, I'm, so we know that the governor is no stranger to using the zombies to
0: attack people. So I wonder if that's not going to be his plan here to come in, like somehow hoard up all these zombies, round them all up. Uh, herd them into the prison and try Mm -hmm. to get
1: uh, get some leverage there, you know? Maybe, but I hope they also don't go back to the, oh, my God, how did these zombies get into the prison well? Because they've established that they've been here for a long time in relative peace with a moat of zombies around them. So whatever giant blast hole they were getting in from last year must be sealed at this point. So if they go to that well, I'm going to be calling some bullshit on it.
0: Well, I think they are going to go to that well at least – a little bit because of the kid dying
1: this Well, they'll, they'll, so. that's the thing. I think that'll be – maybe there'll be some pandemonium. I, I wonder how many people will get bit before that all gets sorted. Um, but I hope they get it so- sorted out pretty quickly, right?
0: Uh, you would hope so. I bet at least one person gets bit. Like, official prediction, at least one person is going
1: <laughs> to bite it. One of the – any characters we know or care about or – I mean, because that's the one beauty of the Woodbury crew is there's so <laughs> much cannon fodder now yeah that's true uh L- like no, probably the, not it, anybody we care about you in the off season took our uh watching dead badge and you colored you, you black and white at everyone that's dead there's only three people from the original cast are still alive and breathing so they needed to fill the coffers back up with you know maybe maybe we'll get some attachment to some of these characters like You know, having Beth's boyfriend get killed was kind of surprising, honestly. Although, hey, man, Carl's back in business. Oh, and Uh, God, I would love to read her journal. What must that (laughs) journal say? uh, Like, we need a weekly segment, Beth's Dear Diary or something. (laughs) I feel like it would be a cross between Tim Burton and Taylor Swift. (laughs) 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 That's how I think Beth's diary reads, like, you know. Super romantic, naive, and sweet, but just a l- really dark as well. Yeah, I could see that. That sounds awesome. Mm. All right, man. Uh I think that's about it, right? Yeah, so this is uh fruits of the Kickstarter. Uh that campaign still has three days to go. Uh we've got a couple big goals. Uh we we've obviously we've unlocked video. That's kind of premature, but we feel like we'd got to that goal level anyway, and we had some spare cash from the last one. So what the hell? Um mm. But we got two other worthwhile goals that we're trying to get in the last uh, three days. Number one is my survival guides. like to bring that back. If uh, you check out the Kickstarter, I linked all the ones from Season 2 that I did. If you think those are funny, throw a few bucks in and uh, help us out on that. The other thing you could do is uh, – the other thing that we still have as a goal to unlock, I've lost ability to talk, is our video versions of skits. And, again, if you haven't gone to check out the Kickstarter video, that gives a nice example of Rick Grimes negotiating the terms of our Kickstarter with the governor. It's pretty funny. Check it out. If you want to help us get there, again, uh, kick, uh, kick in a few bucks. we got some nice reward levels. Uh, check it out, twdkickstarter.baldmove.com. If you want to send us feedback for the main cast we'll be recording and releasing Tuesday night with all of our officially uh, fully baked ideas and thoughts, you can do that at watchingdead at baldmove.com. As always, you can follow our live threads on facebook.com uh, slash uh, baldmove. And you can follow Jim for his live tweets on Twitter at baldmove.
0: Absolutely you can. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you Tuesday night with a full cast. Until then, I'm Jim.
1: And I'm Aaron.